inspire. Welcome back to Relentless. This is episode two of the show that is all about what it takes to make it as an entrepreneur, especially in the wild west of NFTs. I'm Jeff Saris, and I'm here as always with Jack Davidson from Stroll Kids. Like, how are you doing? How are you guys? What's going on? What's up, Jeff? How are you? <laughs> uh, we are just talking a little bit before this just about um, our day, and uh, I was saying I was feeling a little tired today, but uh, what have you been up to? What's your What's your week been looking like this week? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a busy week as always. I think I knocked out six episodes six episodes of the Kidney Stone Diet that are all queued up now. It's another podcast I have. Released another episode on Monday, which is actually my first um, another episode of my podcast, the Starting Now podcast, which is NFT origin stories, talking to artists and creatives and diving into to their uh, yeah their origins. But this Monday was actually the first sponsored episode, so someone reached out, wanted to be on the show, okay. yeah, which I've been yeah. getting a lot of a lot of outreach. But like obviously, I don't have the bandwidth to be doing like right. everything and accepting all of them. So I just started just throwing out, hey, it's a nominal fee, but if you want to be on the show and sort of jump the line and um maybe jump in on a project that i don't already know about i'm like here this is what it'd be it's not very much money at all but he was into it so this monday was the first uh, episode but yeah i've been all over the place we have that we have our uh platform built where we sell wordpress themes and i'm relaunching our hosting on there so reworking sort of onboarding and this and that through the from the development side of things for uh, new entrepreneurs to help them uh start their business and get online but yeah it's yeah, been dude. busy week sounds busy and yeah i noticed you you pumped out another episode i was like fuck this guy moves so quick i'm like to to edit i know what goes into editing you know i used uh -huh. to do it for real estate and whatnot and i know what goes into like making like a, a good production and when i uh i when i was just checking your twitter before i saw you had a pinned tweet uh, with a new video i was like wasn't i up there yesterday i'm like this guy, uh -huh. <laughs> he's, so it's good that you're putting out work um yeah i'm shooting for two weeks now is great so what so i'm shooting for two so we have mondays is starting now that origin story mm -hmm. and then we record this today wednesday and it should come out later today or tomorrow on the channel so yeah just yeah yeah keeping everything rolling and for people listening there is a video version of the show so if you ever can't tune in you can tune in um on youtube it's just youtube.com slash jeff saris yep and uh we we just post uh because you guys can't see it but him and i are on zoom right now talking to each other and uh so we um, we just want you guys to always just have access to these because we plan on as the as this takes more form, we plan on just like kind of going in a direction where uh, we will be um, talking on certain topics. Like today will be our first topic of uh, of what we're going to get into. And um, so just in case you missed the previous week, uh, we, we just want to make sure that we could tie it all up together. So uh, it becomes like, you know, an episode of something. So feel free to always check those out, get to know us. There's a bunch, we have a bunch of great content out there. So um, yeah, just across the board, just even from us talking to Jeff's other videos there, they're so uh, educational and so fantastic. Like the origin stories, they really are great. Like oh, getting thanks. to see everybody's so different, you know? So it's really nice to uh, just highlight some artists that may not have, uh, been seen or or whatever and and jeff's production quality for everything he does is so fantastic so um i think it's been yeah. i appreciate it but yeah yeah well you know it's true you know no no but, yeah but, <laughs> i mean yeah I, I really appreciate it though because yeah i put a lot of effort and uh try to get everything uh dialed in the way that like i would want it the way i want to see it you know because yeah. it's all for me but yeah. um i just wanted to say too we'll t we're gonna have a whole episode on evergreen content one day but the reason we're putting this out there um also is we don't do timely things like i don't 
like my two shows or my three shows, but the two that are actually just mine internal, um, those are origin stories. And now this, which is like the next step, this is stuff that it applies today. It applies to entrepreneurship. It applies to NFTs, but it also applies tomorrow, the next day, the next week, the next month, four years from now, 10 years from now, it all will continue to be applicable. So we're building this as something that you could look at today or look at down the line and it should uh, bring you value. So that's why we're putting it out there. And it's something really important that I want to dive into on its own episode one day. But um, it's something I see a lot with creators right now is um, just in general, everything is sort of churn and burn. Like what's happening today? Well, now tomorrow I need to talk about today. Otherwise I'm behind because whatever happened right now isn't really relevant anymore. So we're doing something completely different, which is more where I come from. The, the repurposing content, the evergreen content, the things that will sustain. So, yeah. Right. And just to tell you very quickly with what mm-hmm. you said, you said something that resonated with me. It remind me of the lady who taught me everything I know about sales and uh, about um, just, oh, fuck, it went like gone. I like that. Again. What were you just saying? <laughs> That. Well, it was, well, yeah, the uh, evergreen content and repurposing. Oh, right. That it's like uh, I mentioned it. It's how it, it, it. You were saying that it could be used for being an entrepreneur, NFTs, like whatever, fill in the fucking gap. And it's like um, I, I think I talked about it last base when she was when we went into that closing, that six million dollar closing, and she had the papers and I didn't know what was in it. She's like, No, 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 no. no. It, it's fine. You'll fi- you'll you'll figure it out. So what I always think of with that is like same thing with sales. Like it doesn't matter what you're selling as long as you're selling it. So it's mm-hmm. like. If it doesn't matter if it's a house, solar panels, NFTs, selling yourself, selling whatever the fuck you want to go sell bagels, you want to do. I don't I don't know what you want to do, but it is applicable. App, you don't have to be, even be an artist. It has nothing to do with NFTs. It has nothing to do with, any, you know, it's just we just both happen to be in the industry pretty, pretty balls deep in the industry. So we, we're very um, passionate about it. But, you know, fill in the gap, fill in the gap. We want this mm-hmm. to be such a. Uh, platform for uh, just the average bear to come that that may not even know what what just uh, just to fill in whatever it may be. So you know it's uh, what 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 did she say? She would always say it's the same magazine, just a different issue. It's the mm-hmm. same magazine, different issue. So it's like just you know sell whatever. Um, but yeah, so um, definitely brush up on our content because we also we have the weekly po apps that uh, that come uh, with our with our space. So you'll be able to kind of see which one. Uh, coincides with what we're talking about. And uh, today is our actually first space that is going to have a little bit of a uh, theme behind it and just a little bit of a uh, a skeletal structure. Our first first real thing we're going to talk about, uh, about being an entrepreneur, being about... um, just anything really in life, how to how to just be successful and how to have how to have a successful mindset. And uh, the the word that came to mind for me this week was preparation. So we're going to be talking about preparation because uh, it's so important to prep. It's oh, it's so important to always prep. And what does prep look like? And it, and it's not necessarily what you got. What everybody in here is exactly thinking, like what I'm saying, prepping is like it is, but it isn't. So there's many different ways to chop it up, and I'll I'll, I'll get into that about just. Manifest manifesting your preparation because if you are given the opportunity to succeed and you are not prepared, you will fail and you will lose that opportunity and you'll just have to wait for the next one to 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 come because opportunity is always what knocking. It's always knocking, so you can get there at at, at another. The train will stop again, but you don't want to miss too many stops because it's just you want to you hit those chain opportunities. So um, yeah, so we're we're gonna we're gonna get into talking about just preparation and. Um, I just when we were talking uh, when we were creating the Po apps, uh, 
we were like thinking like, you know, we kind of went with the relentless with the fighter theme. And, and, you know, I, I come from a boxing of background, uh, a background of boxing and I, and all my friends jujitsu, we, we've just grown up just passionate about it. Just not necessarily just like getting into trouble and fist fighting people, but there is a fucking relentless aspect to it about the training, the preparation, the, the everything that goes into it, that really can coincide with anything that you're trying to tackle in your life. And, um, so with the POAPs we created, we wanted to do a theme kind of where it was like we would do a series and that series would be orientated around that one fighter. So this first series, our first POAP was Mickey. Um, any any space that we have that is going to have more of a, a flesh on top of that skeleton is going to be orientated around Mickey preparing for a fight, I guess. Or then the next thing we do is going to be... Uh, you know, a, another fighter and therefore, you know, we're, we're just going to talk about those elements of being a fucking champion. And, uh, yeah, and week so, to week, it's, it's sort of week, representative yeah. week to week. We are building upon what yeah. we talked about before. So over the course of this, we, we want to help get you to where you want to be. So like each week to week, maybe there's uh, something you learn here, something learn learn there, but the inspiration and sort of the, the framework is what we're giving you to move along in your journey. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So preparation. When I, so something, I, I don't know if anybody, anybody in here has read this book It's called Think and Grow Rich. Uh, I like, it's my Bible. I read it three times a year. It's all highlighted every time I different in my phone. I highlight different things. I get something different out of it every time, but it's, it's very, uh, it's a little new agey, uh, just with the concepts of just your mind and and putting yourself, you know, and just and strengthening yourself, right? So this book, I just I worship this book, and I just really because it's proven it's it's a weird little science, but it really works. And um, the the word that's used the most in that book is like manifestation, right? Is like manifesting your destiny and like manifesting your life that you want. What do you want your life to look like? And, you know, it gets into law of attraction, Murphy's law, like all this, like I said, little new agey kind of stuff, but in a way it kind of exists. And like, I, I'll vouch for it seven days of the week because I'm the guy who got a million dollars in his pocket from this. So it's like, I know this is when I, last week when I talked about like that little bit of luck in my pocket, this is, this is that this, I, when I say you can generate your own luck, that's kind of what this is. So, and real quick, um, when you say the million dollars in your pocket, where's that from? So not just NFTs, but just everything in my life, anything that I manifested. So mm -hmm. it was like, um, I wasn't even sure what the manifestation of NFTs looked like at, at the time. I just knew I wanted to be an artist. So there was my first step, right? It was just, I, I wanted to be a fucking artist. I just wanted to do it so bad. And I wanted to do it so bad. There's this, the, the manifestation. So it, it comes from this like little starving monster inside of you. And it's not good and it's not bad. And it lives inside of every one of us. And depending on what you feed that motherfucker is what's going to be the output of your life. So when we manifest, when we manifest things, it's like, how fucking hungry are you? Are you, are you starving? Are you absolutely starving? But what kind of, what does that little monster look like? Is it like a little bitch that's just going to complain and like jingle a cup on the side of the fucking road waiting for quarters? I'm hungry, please. Or is your little monster, I'm fucking starving. I'm going to eat whatever walks through that fucking door. I don't care. It's survival of the fittest. How hungry are you? What is that voice saying? And what are you feeding it? So like, um, my manifestation for everything, what I used to do is, so I'm a musician and um, music is such a powerful driving force for me. Um, another, a, a great hidden talent of mine is uh, 
timing like it's so weird it's a really weird talent of mine but it's like executing visual to audio and like I could do it very well and when I see it executed perfectly in like a movie or a show or something that happens like it fucking sends chills down my spine and I know it does for everybody else right when you see a a uh a moving moment in a movie that just the music swells properly and it just creates this like what is that feeling? That's that little monster, right? Like that's that, that feeling that, that aliveness, like you're, 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 you're kind of right. So that's how I wake my little guy up. So what I often do is like, I listen to music and, and, um, what I would do in real estate is I remember, I remember having nothing and on Dune Road and, and I would, after I'd finish fucking door knocking there for 12 hours, I would get in my car after and I would cry sometimes because I was so exhausted and I didn't make any money. But, you know, mama didn't raise no bitch, so I don't cry in front of nobody. No, that's actually horrible. That's something I've been working on to be able to cry in front of people. But um, so I, I would I would go cry alone in my car and I drive down Dune Road and I remember that the sun, the sun would be setting. Right. And I would put on I would put on music and this music would just like it would make it would make me it would encourage me. Right. It would encourage this little monster. And like. I would eventually like this, it would make me feel so passionate and I, I would be, I would be crying, but it wouldn't necessarily be like a bad cry. It would be like, I'm going to, I'm coming for this place. Like I'm so overwhelmed with emotion. I'm coming for this place. And like, it might've been like something corny, like the song, like jump around by the house of pain. And like, but what I'm manifesting when I'm listening to that driving down Dune Road is I'm imagining me throwing a fucking banging party in one of those houses with all of my friends while that song is playing and while I'm surrounded by the best people and while I'm surrounded by endless amounts of money and while I'm surrounded by everything and how am I going to get to that is I'm going to fucking conquer whatever I'm going to get. Nothing's going to stop that. Nothing's going to stop that vision and that manifestation. I'm going to, I'm just going to fucking charge after it. Right? So I had, I had no sales, no anything, no nothing when that was happening, but I truly believe that like, that kind of corny, like when you wish upon a star, when you're crying in that car, nobody's looking and you're just exerting that fucking energy and that manifestation. It's like that it's the universe, like kind of hears that in a way it's weird. This is what think grow rich talks about. Right. So like the universe hears that and it goes, this guy's ready for an opportunity. This guy's starving. He's hungry. He's ready for an opportunity. Let's throw it at him. Let's throw it at him and let's see what he does with it. So my preparation for things that's what that kind of looks like is like when I find something that will get me hyped up and a little emotional and a little upset at myself and my current situation and a little, a little like, but, so that's what my preparation looks like. My preparation looks a little ugly. It looks a little like self-loathing. Like it looks a little, but whatever works for you, whatever works for everybody else that it's like you, uh, you it's a matter of finding how you prepare. So, so the, the PO app this week I drew, Mickey wrapping his knuckles, um, getting ready for a fight. And you know, that, that's something wrapping, wrapping your hands is so critical to prevent damage on your hands, to prevent damage on another fighter, to, to, to make sure you're not, you're not fucking every, everything up. And it's like, it keeps your wrists nice and tight, you know? So, but then another layer goes on that, right? Like the glove goes on top of that. So that's the preparation for the fight is wrapping. You put Vaseline on your face so you don't get cuts. You don't get scars. You don't walk out of there with bad shit on you, right? So 
Uh, also, what does preparation look like for fighting? Dieting like a psycho, like working out like a psycho, like just like fucking getting in that mindset, that champion mindset. I don't know what that looks like. For example, Mike Tyson. What does Mike Tyson say when he's prepping for a fight? Uh, he, I heard him on Joe Rogan, and I was like, that guy is a fucking champion. He's a psycho, but he's a fucking champion. <laughs> and what he said when he was in that space with Joe Rogan, he was like, um, nobody's allowed to tell me no when I'm training for a fight. How evil and narcissistic is that, first of all? But the guy has a very proven track record that that's how he's preparing. That's how he's manifesting. He also says he loves waking up at 2, 3 a.m. and going for runs. Do you know why? Because he knows that other fighter is warm and cozy in his bed sleeping. And he's prepping. Just an extra, what, 30 minutes on a jog just in the morning, but just to know. That's probably, it's probably not even really helping him with his conditioning. You know, he, he, his conditioning, he does later in the day at some point in a workout, but just knowing that he's up before the sun, that he's up before his opponent, that he's out there, that he's, that he's hungry, he's starving, he's starving and he's not, he's not begging, he's going for it. So he's, that's his manifestation. He's manifesting that win by, no, my kids, my wife, my trainer, nobody's allowed to fucking say no to me. You only tell me Yes. You only tell me yes. That could get ugly real quick, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's still, that's the mindset. That's the killer mindset. That's the preparation that you have to be that hungry and that prepared for when that opportunity is given. Because I'll tell you, I've, I've missed out on opportunities. I've missed out on opportunities because I wasn't prepared for them. So I've constantly been in this phase of manifestation and just um, music certainly triggers it when I start to daydream. It's day, daydreaming is my preparation. That's what I'm saying, that it's not traditional. What does your preparation look like? For example, uh, you, I know you are a very minimalist, tight-knit, uh, efficient, well-oiled machine of a person. I, I try to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, you execute it phenomenally. Dude, if I turned this camera around and showed you what my, my office space looked like, you guys would think I was disgusting. And it's like, <laughs> I'm a pretty clean dude, but I mean, like, I'm just a crazy artist. You know, it's like, it looks different for everybody. And mm -hmm. like, um... But what is what does your preparation look like? I'm sure it might look very different from mine. It might be your preparation. Your preparation might look like putting things down on a fucking calendar. Like it could be as little as that. You know, it's like. But what is your preparation? Tell us your ritual. Yeah, I mean, so when you said music, music is so key. I feel like for getting that pump, getting that drive. Actually, part of why we started this, you sent me the clip from Wolf of Wall Street. That one. It was like a Monday morning. You're just like, get out there and get it. And yep. that is yep. the most, that clip is so motivating. You said that you use that a lot when you just sort yep. of need that little kick in the ass. And I ended up making a little, uh, like a remix of it with music that I was going to play at the end of this episode, um, just to sort of leave everyone listening with that same feeling, with that, like, we're building you up, send you out with that same uh, clip and that Wolf of Wall Street uh, moment. But like that was the thing that kicked it off. And music really, it gets me going. It gets me pumped up. Yeah. It's so important to have something to get you in that zone for a long yeah. time because a lot of my uh my entrepreneurial like time has been development like web development and design and things where i am just in the computer and it's mm -hmm. when i started it was 14 hour days i was just going to make i was going to make this work i didn't have a day job anymore this was it so whatever it took i have to keep going and i found that movies having which i know you do something very similarly i would have a movie as the energy in the room a lot of times yeah. it was the born identity taken um yeah. like yes. any sort of movie that was sort of one guy against the world which i didn't realize this until now like until Look, very recently 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like that was so important to me because that was the energy I was going for. That was the thing like, no, 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 I'm going to make this happen. And I do feel like there's there is a fine line with all of this because there's sort of that like hustle porn and like getting too much into the hustle. But at the same time, so many people think this is easy. Like we look at someone and we say, oh, they do X, Y, Z. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And then I'm going to get to where they are, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's NFTs, whether no matter what it is, it's like, oh, Jack released uh, 200 Skull Kids and that's why he's here. So I'm going to make 200 pieces, drop them, done. It doesn't work that way. So it's so important to to know that there is so much more there with also without uh, glorifying the uh, the hustle side of things because hustle in the wrong direction is a problem. Like we don't want to just hustle for hustle's sake. We want to be, we don't want to be directionless. What's that? You want, you want to be prepared. Exactly. Yeah. And right. knowing where we are, where we want to go and what we're heading towards, at least uh, in theory, I don't want to say in theory, but what, where we want to end up, whether or not we're going to be there is irrelevant. It's you what we're really striving towards. Took the thought out of, out of my head with what you just said, where, so something I think about, like when I manifest things like, so, or when I'm preparing, it's not, I'm not listening to music when I'm drawing. I'm not listening to, I, I need to focus when I'm drawing. My manifestation is, is, is I'm thinking of the end goal. When I'm in my car, when I was crying on doing road out of like, just like fucking being that hyped and just that excited about just my future. And I'm just not taking no for an answer. And I'm going to come back here tomorrow and do it. And just, it gave me, you know, that umph to do it. But my manifestation, what I would, what I would see in my head wasn't me closing out a real estate deal. It's not me drawing skull kids. What it is, is it's that end goal. So that's why I always say where it's like, sometimes it doesn't fucking matter if it's NFTs or if it's real estate or if it's fucking wanting to own a chain of McDonald's, 7-Elevens. I don't care what the fuck you want to do, but it's just, what does that end goal look like? And that's why it comes back to when like we were at that closing and she's like, no, 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 no. Read it later, read it later, read it later, read it later. Get, get, get there. Read it later. It's fine. What is, what is the, what does the end goal look like for you in your head? What does it look like? It's like, okay, the end goal for me, what does it look like for me? Um, well, yeah, I like to pull it back just a few steps even because you said like real estate NFTs, the end goal is usually even much more fuzzy. It's like, I want many times it's freedom, freedom from a day job, freedom from like being shackled to whatever it is that we are tied to right now. Yeah. Yes, that's a, that is a, that's phenomenal because it's like you that is the, that is the end goal. That's what I was trying to say where it's like I was just about to say that it's like I don't want to say I have an end goal because like that's so shitty to say you have an end goal, right? Like that's like no, it's good to have goals, but an end goal? No, 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 no. That's like a glass ceiling. So it's like that's why it's like it I guess it's good to be fuzzy, but like when I when I'm thinking of that like, what does that look like when I know I can take a sec and like, I'll be throwing some kind of party in, in my Dune Road mansion and I'll see Marguerite at the party or something and I'll give her a look and she'll know exactly what that look is. And that look will be like, I, I've, I've, I've built this in my brain. I've prepared for this. The only reason we're here is because I I've seen this moment in my head. It doesn't matter how I got to that moment or whatever it is, but it's like, it's a matter of just seeing what the, what that vision, what is your vision? What are you seeing in your head? And it's like, it doesn't matter how you get there. There's so many ways to skin this fucking cat and, and your, 
you're the, it's a lock, right? It's like a, a lock and you're the fucking key and you're the lock. So it's like, you just have to start to positively think and positively associate. Cause just like I'm saying, this preparation is so uh, crucial and so awesome. Um, and especially when you hit the right music and you hit the right thoughts and the, I'm going to fucking just do it. I'm, I got this shit. Nobody can ever tell me no, but then there's also the side of it where you're, where, uh, I don't know, we're all gluttons for punishment, right? Where it's like you could kind of put yourself in this bad area too where you can manifest bad things, which is what Murphy's Law is kind of, where it's like you 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 think bad things, bad things happen. Same thing. You think good things, good things happen. And I know it's so corny and so baseline, but that shit's fucking true, dude. It's like I have friends that are so caught up in their own bullshit, great dudes, but caught up in their own bullshit that it's like, you guys are so much more than where you're keeping yourself or even just people I know in my life that like one thing goes wrong or one thing kind of goes astray and they're already in their head like, I fucking knew this was going to happen. Fuck this. And then instead of putting on like, I know we keep using music as like a, as a conduit and like a medium because there's so many conduits and there's so many mediums to do it. But then you put on a sad song. Now what happens when you put on a sad song? One of my sad songs I'll share with all you is, uh, so I'm a Celine Dion freak, like totally like <laughs> Like I'm a metalhead. Like I love like crazy music. Like I play crazy music. Like I love, you know, I do but I love Celine Dion. There's something powerful about her voice. Right. So like if I'm ever like a little, like not sad, but that song will come on sometimes randomly. Like I'll be working out. It'll totally ruin my pump. It'll totally ruin my pump. And it's, it's all coming back to me now. Right. It's such a strong song and I could totally work out to it. But the song tells such a sad story of this, just this, this woman that like by the end of the song, like, I'm, I'm identifying as Celine Dion and like, I want to be sad about my relationship, but my relationship is great. And it's like, but it's a matter of what you're feeding that little monster, right? So that's why it's like, feed that thing good things, not bad things. Because when you feed it bad things, you're never going to be prepared or you're just going to be prepared for the fucking worst and never prepared for the best. And being prepared for the worst sometimes is a good thing. If you've been through a lot in your life and you never want to be disappointed, it's like, you kind of always expect the worst. And I... In a way, I, I've mastered that a little bit because I can never be disappointed. You can never defeat me because I've already been defeated. My life has already been so hard, you can't push me down any further. And that's where I found my super strength. So, it, you know, it's different for everybody else. But don't stay in that place. Also realize the amazing things that you can do for yourself. And it all comes down to being prepared for the moment when it happens. So, for example... That dream that I was thinking of on Dune Road when, I was dri when I'm driving down, and I remember the song was Dear Boy by Avicii. I used to put that on. It was a nine-minute song, or a Free Bird by Skinner, too. That song really gets me fucking going. And um, I'll listen to them, and I'm driving, and, you know, there's these nine-minute saga songs, so, like, your brain really just drifts off. And, like, that vision that I was imagining listening to that and doing that, like, it was just, I, the vision was uh, nothing short of, like, a scene you'd see in Wolf of Wall Street, like, just, like, a rock star, just kind of stuff, whatever it may be. I don't know what your secret little fantasies are, but it's something like that. And um, I've been prepared for that moment, whatever it was, whether it be real estate, whether, whether it be, it wasn't about the job that was going to get me to that moment. It was about me getting me to that moment. So then when I was always ready for the opportunity. So then when I was at the ranch and Paul called me and he's like, dude, NFTs, I'm okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to make a million dollars. I'm ready to do that. I, I've been ready. I've been hungry for that. This little monster's starving. 
It's another opportunity. And what's the worst that happens? I fail and, and just have to get up and do it again. They tell me no. That's okay. I'll keep knocking. So it's it's. Uh, what's the worst that can happen? I think is such a valuable thing to hold dear because, like, I would talk to people about this a lot. Like, just over the years, because what we do is we help people develop brands and businesses and build profitable businesses. And what the what's the worst that can happen is something that it's it's almost a stoic perspective. I mean, yeah. um, because. Like, what'll happen? Will I be uh, broke and on the street? Am I going to be homeless, living out of a box, like begging for, for food? Well, no. I mean, I, I have a chain of events that would have to happen for me to get there. Again, so, like, exactly. that is the absolute worst, maybe, for me or what, whoever. But, but what, what course of events would have to happen for you to get that far? And, like, maybe family, friends, like, all these people who would be there for me, for whoever... Um, it's something that's important because it's like, oh, maybe I can take a, a calculated risk. Maybe there's something I could do here that will get me closer to where I want to be. It might not be like a huge jump. Maybe it's a huge jump, but it might just be a tiny step. Maybe it's like, oh, I'm going to start this this podcast, this website, this um, NFT collection, whatever it is. But a tiny step. Monumental. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be. Yeah. You don't always have... Rome wasn't built in a day. There's a reason they say that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you don't always have to move mountains. And yeah. it's like... You will never be able to move those mountains until you are strong enough to climb the hill. So it's like you have to start. You have to just. Um, but that that's such that's that's some wisdom right there. That's some good. The um, and I wanted to rewind one more thing, one more stoic thing, because you mentioned like I I find stoicism extremely valuable, like an operating system for life. It's just such a um, just a valuable tool in the arsenal. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you mentioned was preparing for the worst, and that's. It's so valuable to know like this, like I am going to die one day. Like, mm-hmm. like what could happen? What can, what are the, what are the good? What's the good and what's the bad and what's sort of in store moving forward. But at the same time, not stressing about the bad because the whole notion being, oh, I'm so worried that X is going to happen, that I am going to go broke, that this is going to blow up. This is whatever that the whole time you're worrying, you're worried about you're experiencing the feeling. You're experiencing it before it happens. So whether it happens or not is irrelevant. You're already there. Like you internally are feeling the moment of demise, say. But why would you do that to yourself when you know that can happen? I'm prepared for it. But don't beat yourself up over it. Like focus, like you said, on the things that do matter, the things that will move, move the needle to where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just being relentless. It's getting back mm-hmm. up. So uh, I watched Marguerite forced me to watch it last night, but I ended up loving it. It's uh, it was I think Tick Tick Boom. Okay. Um, it's Netflix, and it's about the writer of uh, Rent, the musical, and it, Andrew Garfield plays the guy in it. And uh, it's a musical. It's it's um, it's really great though because I said I I took a note. I looked at Marguerite a couple times throughout the movie. I was like, I have to remember to share this with the people because there are scenes where he's just starving, hungry playwright in the city, your typical starving artist, and like he just just does not take no for an answer. This guy, and it just looks so differently than my not taking no for an answer. But like. He's cold calling. He's constantly, you see the stress, you see the whatever. And it was just a phenomenal movie to watch him succeed because he, and it's a true story too, which is amazing that this guy just, 
uh, just went after it. And and even after he got hit with so many punches, he got hit with so many punches. He he worked eight years on this this play, this musical that he finally was able to get into like Broadway producers hands. Right. And like. Everybody loved it. It was a phenomenal play. He was on top of the world. The one lady that calls him calls him back, one of the Broadway producers, and she's like, it was great. It was great. But, you know, I, I don't really think it's going to be for Broadway. And you just see his whole life shatter, and he goes, eight years. I've been starving as a waiter. Eight years. They're not going to accept it. But then the lady says something great. He goes, what do I do now? Over the phone. And then she goes, you pick up, you sharpen your pencil, and you keep writing. And then you know what you do after that? When you're finished with that one? You write the next one. And then after that one, you write the next one. And then he was really upset, you know, after a while. He's really beat up about it. Five days later, another Broadway producer calls and he says something similar where he's like, not this play, but you're fucking great. Let's see the next one. I want to see the next one. I want to see, sharpen your pencil and keep writing. And it's like, wow, knock until your knuckles are white, right? Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, that. That's it was such an awesome take on just rolling with the punches where it's like sometimes those, those punches are meant for you to get back up so you develop stronger, not so you lay down and die. What? So hang on. You you get into a relationship with somebody. You, you have a boyfriend and you have a girlfriend, whatever it may be. The relationship doesn't work out and you're heartbroken. Are you just going to fucking stay there for 20 years? I'd fucking hope not. There's a million other fish in the sea that probably can can fit that very well. It's like you you we are designed. We are so resilient. Human beings, we are just designed to just move forward. We are just we are designed to push a fucking wheel. We are designed. Look at what we've done just with everything that we we are just designed to roll with the punches. And if you can't get with rolling with the punches, you need to fucking get tough. You need to fucking find that because then if you don't roll with the punches, then you drown. You start sinking with like a weight to you because then we all I you everybody in here we all love self-pity. We're just designed that way. We're naturally narcissistic things. We're, 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 we're hairless chimps on a floating rock in space. Of course we're narcissistic. We, we chase a green piece of paper and murder each other over the color of our fucking skin. Like we're, we're, we're psychopathic. We're, we're crazy little things. And if we don't, if we get caught in, in being selfish and, and, and in our self-loathing and we're not prepared to, to even handle the punches, to even, we're not in that preparation state to just handle the negative side of things, you're just going to sink. And then you become cynical. And then you become this why bother. And then you drain the energy, uh, the good energy out of the room when there is good energy. Like I hate when I go out, when I go out and I'm trying to like pump one of my friends up and one of my other friends, like, so one of my friends didn't drink for a couple weeks and he's a partier. This guy loves to fucking party. And he didn't have a drink. And he was working really hard. And like, I'm going to say like, dude, hey, great job. Awesome job. We got a drink. We had dinner. He earned that beer. You know, he's not like an alcoholic or anything. He's just a little crazy when he drinks. He's just taking it easy. So we get a beer with dinner with all my friends. And I was bragging about him. I said like, how great is this guy doing, dude? Like, he's doing really good. Like, you see the work he's doing? Like, he's really doing awesome. One of my other friends rolled his eyes and was like, yeah, he's doing real fucking good, dude. And that... I saw it suck the energy out of my friend's face. And I like kind of sucked the energy out of me. I was like, hey, you leave him alone. He's allowed to have that beer right now. Don't fucking pick on him. He's only having one. He's actually driving home tonight. 
So why don't you like loosen up? You just totally suck the energy out of just this entire dinner. I no longer even want to be near you because you're so cynical and you're so negative. And you know, this guy had a lot of bad things happen to him and he's like, can be a cynical person, can be a negative person, but also can be the biggest beacon of positivity as well. But it's, um, so I don't want to completely rank on him, but that was just a short little example of just like when you are falling down this negative pit and you're not prepared for either good or bad, then you just kind of like, you lose yourself. I've been down that pit. I've been down that pit. I had my heart broken once when I was like a late teenager, so bad. It's like, I'm never going to heal from this. You know, like just like fucking like so heartbroken. And I just never thought life was going to be the same. Then I met Marguerite and then, and then life went on. And then, and then it's like you heal and you become different. And it's like, that's not it. But for years I was like this, like, I, I just, I just, I didn't want to work. I didn't want to do anything. I just did. I didn't feel correct. Listen, encouraging it with listening to sad music, being sad, being sad on myself, being self-loathing. And like that, when I said I lost like an opportunity, it was because I, I didn't even have, I didn't even have it in me to just get out of bed to show up for that opportunity. I flaked on somebody. I flaked on an appointment I had for real estate that ended up being like a big deal that sold a couple weeks later with another agent. That could have been me. That could have been an extra 50, 60 grand in my pocket that just because I felt like a little bitch and I didn't want to get out of bed because I was sad because I let that, I, I fed that monster. I fed it. I fed it and it got big and it got strong. And then do you know how hard it is to cage that fucking beast and let and 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 re brainwash it, hold it down, open it, open its eyes, and fucking re brainwash it into a strong and powerful thing. It's hard. So that's why being prepared to roll with the punches or to fucking hit the lottery. Be ready at that. Be are you are your hands wrapped? Are you are you in the position at the starting line to sprint faster than everybody else, or are you going to be at that starting line, roll your ankle, and just lay there? And are you and, and everybody and you're just going to lose your track career because you rolled your ankle once or are you going to get back next season and you're going to and you're going to roll. You're going to roll with it that that you rolling your ankle there and that you losing made that little monster hungrier for the next season. Not not sadder, not not more more into yourself. So being an entrepreneur and chasing your dreams and and being a business person and taking that step outside of logistics and reality of course you know we're talking about just the the energy it takes to be to be that top dog that when you um you just have to be ready and i don't know what that looks like for everybody so it's a little hard to to give you guys an exact template but i think you all know I think you all know, like Jeff, I saw your eyes light up when I said, I listen to music. It, it gives me this weird little tingle. I feel at the bottom of my butthole and I don't know what it does. It's magic. It's magic. It makes me cry. It makes me imagine scenes in my life that have never happened. And it's like, that's, that's kind of what manifests for me where then I, then I imagine the right scene and I'm like, there it is. There it is. That's what I want. That's, that's the reality I want to live in. And so I don't know what that looks like for, for, uh, you guys. Another time it happens for me is I, I like to jump rope and the first like two minutes like sucks. And like, but then once I get to like five minutes and I'm no longer thinking and my, my hands are moving and like, I'm going fast and my breathing is in check. And like, I hit this one part of like a Dororo song and like, I'm like, I get in this place where like a bomb could drop and it would take me probably five seconds to stop 
getting out of that because you're it's almost like hypnotic, right? So that's that place for me. That's that manifestation place. It's like a hypnotic place you put yourself in. And um, I don't know, like, what does that look like for every, what does that look like for, what does that look like for Gary Vee? What does that look like for Elon Musk? What does that look like? I know, I know one of my friends to get his mind right for the week Oh, I just lost you. Uh oh, I think you're muted. He failed. There we go. What was that? We missed a little bit of that. Oh, I'm muted. No, you're good now. Oh, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Um, he had the guy I was just talking about. He just called me. Uh, but that, but um, he fasts all Sunday, every Sunday, to prepare for the week. And like I would try to be like, I could do that. I normally fast just regardless, like just, but I'll eat at the end of the day. Uh. Uh, you know, I just, it's, but to do a 24 hour fast to prep for the week. Why? Why? That sucks. I don't want to do that. But to him, he goes, no, dude, I feel like when Monday hits and I wake up and like my piss is crystal clear in that toilet at 7am when I wake up ready for work and I look at myself and my skin looks clear and I look and I'm starving. I'm really hungry, but like, not really. It's weird. I'm like a little high. Like my body feels high and I love that high. And it's just a great way that I set my Mondays off. The kid was a wrestler. He's a jujitsu guy. He's, a, he's so he comes from a fasting background. And I guess that's where he achieves his his manifestation, his preparation. His his thing is by starving his body for 24 hours so that he physically has to put himself in a sensitive state to to be ready for the week. And that's not what that's not what my preparation looks like at mm -hmm. all. My preparation. Have you ever seen Land of the Lost with Will Ferrell? No, I didn't see that one. So sometimes uh, there's a scene where he like goes on this like bender, like building like this like time machine, and like the lady comes and checks on him. He's like passed out with like ten wrappers of Subway sandwiches around him, and he like wakes up. He's like, I did it! I did it! He's like. I, you know, I ate 13,000 calories worth of Subway over like, you know, I stayed up all night. I worked all night, but I did it. And like, he finishes it. And it's like, I guess that was his zone, you know? And it's like, sometimes it, it just, I don't know what it looks like, but you have to find it. You have to find what puts you in that fucking, ah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna be prepared when it comes. Like, all right, here's another thing to be prepared for. Like, which I'm clearly not. And probably nobody is, but like, God forbid a, a nuke dropped on my house right now on Long Island, New York City, a nuke drops there. It's like, am I ready to get the fuck out of here? No, I'm not. And now thinking about it, maybe I should be. You know that it's like, no, I, I don't know. I don't think any, you know, but I, I just, where, where's your preparation when that happens? Are you ready to sprint? Are you ready to get your family in your car with the bag, with the dog, with everything? Go, go, go. We have five minutes to get out of here. We have to get to the, like, are you ready for that when it happens? Because when opportunity strikes, it'll go like that. I watched some other young, good-looking real estate agent make 50 grand on that house that I slept in on that day because I was the loose butthole, because I fucking wanted to, I wasn't prepared, and he fucking was. And so when the, when the universe gave us the opportunity, it, it says, which conduit is going to take it? It's a free bid right now. Which conduit is going to take it? We'll offer it to you. Do you want it? Are you hungry? Mm-mm, I'm sad. Okay, are you hungry? Yes, I'm hungry. I'll take it. So it'll go to somebody else. It'll go. It, it's, I really recommend reading the book. I don't know if anybody's read it, but it, it's really, I've watched it happen. Ferris Bueller's big day off. They call me Ferris because of that movie, because that guy just manifests the best day ever because he's slick, 
because he knows he's just he just he's just got it. He was prepared that whole day. You see when you've seen the movie, right? Uh-huh. So you know when his mom is like, "How are you feeling?" and it's not him in the bed, and he has all the strings and everything like <laughs> all tied up. He was fucking prepped to have the greatest goddamn day of his life because he he you know is a little sneaky, but it doesn't matter. It's like that's how you manifest your luck. That's how you create your luck is by being prepared. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what that looks like. It it could look like cleaning your room on Saturday nights, just making your bed. That's it. Uh, that's the biggest thing, actually. I can't believe I almost skipped over that is making your fucking bed. I don't know if you've ever read any dumb motivational book written by X, Y, and Z Navy SEAL ever, but the first <laughs> chapter is, do you start, do you make your bed in the morning? And it's like, <laughs> no, I don't. My bed's still not made in the morning uh, from when I got up this morning, but I try to do it because that's the first thing of preparation to go back to bed where you're going to end back up, where the cycle repeats. So break the loop, break the cycle and just, and just prepare. So, cause I know when my bed's made and I come back home and my room's like a little tidy, I'm like, Ooh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> that just saved me 20 minutes before I could start working. Cause I can't really work. I can, if my desk is messy, it's fine. But like my living environment has to be clean. See, it looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sounding like I'm an obsessive compulsive psycho with what I'm saying because it only makes sense to me. It only makes sense to me. Yeah, that so makes perfect a, sense. So it's a matter of finding what makes sense for you. What does your preparation look like? And find it and stick with it and listen to it and 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 nurture it because you don't want to miss those opportunities. Can't give up. How many how many projects have you seen in the last Let's just say eight weeks. Let's just even make it a shorter span of time that start, sell out, and rug. Or not even sell out, start, realize how hard this is, rug and give up. Sorry, we're just going to cash out. Fuck all you guys. Sorry. Go fuck yourself. And it's like, you just you just gave up because you weren't prepared for this, for maybe it doesn't sell out. You know why it doesn't sell out? Because maybe a lot of these projects are fucking fake and whales fucking boost numbers. And, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy with a lot of stuff. You're not paying attention. You're not prepared. You didn't even do your fucking homework. It's okay if you didn't sell out. This is your business, right? This is your brand for the next 10 years. It's okay. Get at it every day. You weren't prepared. You weren't prepared for no. And you got to know. You made 10,000 pieces and only sold 1,000 at 0.06 ETH. That's still... 200 grand, a hundred grand. Yeah. You didn't make 2 million, but you still made 200 grand and you still got a bunch of pieces to sell. So get the fuck after it. Like get, go do it. Get out. Get, like, you have to be prepared because then when you for, day four goes by and you're still at a thousand sales and you thought it was just going to be easy and make a couple tweets and do this and pay some guy a thousand bucks to fucking reshare this. No, and even dude. four or five sales, not even to say a thousand. Right. You can just cannot. It's okay. It's okay. Not everybody's going to say yes. Get out there. Keep knocking until your knuckles are white. Be prepared for those no's because you're going to get them. You're going to fucking get them. But be prepared for the yes because when you get that yes, boy, does it feel fucking good. So. Yeah, I mean, that's great because it is it's finding finding where you want to be. Not everyone wants to be creating a long-term NFT project. Like it's it might not be the spot. They might be, maybe they're preparing for the wrong thing because you do, you get there and you don't realize that this is work 
from here on. Like this is a business. This this is something that I think a lot of uh, projects don't really see. They don't look at it as a business. They look at I'm it as draw frogs and make a million dollars and never work again. It's like no, dude. Yeah. It's not it at all. Like. Yeah, this is a long-term play, and you're building something for a community. You're building a community, and that's why the, there's going to be five percent of these projects that stick around because they have the the sort of mentality, the preparation, the vibe going in. This is a business. I need a business model. I can't just sell out once and for twenty years live off of like paying contractors and doing things off of selling once. Like we need to build something there, which we'll talk all about in another episode, but. We need to build something that's sustainable because a a one-time purchase isn't a sustainable product, isn't a sustainable business over the long term. Short term, sure, but long term, you need to have some a little more in there, and it's it's important to set that the groundwork, uh, put the little uh, the little planks in front of you where you're like, oh, this is a path that I can get to that point to uh, sustainability, to supporting the community that I'm so desperate to attain and maintain and grow and it's just it's so important like preparation at, at the early stage knowing where you want to go is such an important thing to think about right now yeah and just finding what your prep looks like mm-hmm. finding that little monster who's going to make you prepared so just uh i don't know you know everybody that's listening today you know i think what would be great before we get into community milk and um before we link up next next wednesday is uh Take this week and think about what what we have talked about today and think about what what is my preparation? What is my motivation? What is my preparation? You don't think about it. Like that don't like overthink it, but like notice like what are things that get you in that mindset to be hungry, to be prepared. Think about it, you know, all week. Um until you find it because it's life-changing when you do. Um but I guess, should we get into community milk now? We yeah, for sure. Time. Yeah, I think that was great. So anyone with any questions, you can uh, raise your hand now. We'll be able to bring you up um, to speak. But yeah, we really appreciate, as always, like everyone tuning in because this is a, this is huge. Like you're giving us your time. And that means so much to both of us because, I mean, we're just, we're doing the same thing as you. We're out here trying to uh, connect and uh, build our own brands and build our business long term. So we're here to to reach more people, but also we want to help you as as best we can through this show. So it really means a lot that that you took the time to be here and uh, that you're sharing and letting people know about the show too, because it really goes a long way. Um, mm-hmm. We have our first request here from Franco. Um, I just uh, brought you up. So as soon as you're connected, you can uh, unmute your mic and we're ready for you. Yo, yo, can you hear? We can't hear you. Yeah, you're muted right now, Franco. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey there. Hey, how are you? Doing all right, doing all right. Hey, I just wanted to stop by and say, you know, this is the first time that I'm listening to you guys. I don't own a school burst, but uh, I just want to say, man, that was a, a hell of a motivation speech. Uh, you know, congrats to you guys. And again, just wanted to say that, man, it was, it was a great speech. I've been listening to you guys for the last, you know, few minutes and, uh, keep, keep, keep working hard, man. And, uh, hopefully I'll join you guys, uh, sooner or later. Absolutely. Hey, so I just want to say one thing. Um, 
me something I always think. I don't care if you have any of my NFTs or not. I'm so grateful you are here. Thank you for being here. So that is, I, you don't have to ever own anything by me. I would like, I would like everybody to own something from me, but don't ever think that that is you like that is ever a prerequisite for anything. You are welcome here. I don't care what. I, it, it doesn't matter what, where, how, when, or why you got here. We are just happy to have you. So thank you. And um, if you if this is your first time with us. Uh, you know we have a lot of we have a lot of locals from our our sphere of influence that listen to us. But um, check us out on uh, on YouTube. Jeff Jeff uploads each uh, each episode. So this is the only this is the second episode. We have the first episode before this. Um, he put up on YouTube last week. So this full episode will probably be up some point this week. And then uh, what else was I going to say? We have the Po app, which we'll, we'll do after Community Milk for for everybody that wants the Po app. And then. Uh, I'd recommend uh, hopping in, hopping in our Discord, the Skullverse Discord, because like we're really, it's super low key, like no pressure at all. Everybody's kind of cool. Like we don't fucking like if you have any questions, we got a lot of wrinkly brains in there. So feel free to uh, to to join us. Absolutely, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you well, so much it, for man. being here. Everyone, uh, happy holidays, and uh, again, man, keep it up, man. Thank you. Awesome. Happy holidays to you too. Yeah. Thanks again. So anyone else who has any questions, feel free to uh, request to jump up. But um, yeah, I think it's about time for that POAP. So if you don't know um, about POAPs, it's essentially a free mint of an NFT. So this last week we had Mickey. This week we have Mickey wrapping his hands. You may have seen it on Twitter. Um, Jack shared it. I think he retweeted it and everything. Um, but if you need to see how to claim a POAP, you can go to rips.co. That's R-Y-P-S dot C-O. I have a really simple tutorial on there. You just need the POAP app. And then you have to enter the, the secret word that I'm about to give you. And that secret word today is bare knuckle. It's all one word, B-A-R-E-K-N-U-C-K-L-E. So you just want to open the app, click the plus in the corner, Enter that code as the uh, secret code or secret word. I forget exactly the the terminology, but then you will be able to claim that POAP app and have that. I'm gonna type it in Discord, just the password, just so mm -hmm. uh, just so uh, people who you guys can go back to disk and reference it. Uh, all lowercase, Jeff, right? Yeah, all lowercase, all one word. But yeah, just bare knuckle. Knuckle and, or knuckles? Uh, single, singular, knuckle. Singular. Gotcha. Yeah. So B A R E knuckle. But yeah, we really appreciate you guys uh, taking the time. And um, yeah, this, it means a lot. This is episode two. This is going to grow over time. And like with the Po apps, there's, there's more in store. You'll see everything sort of um, building upon. Each week is building upon the previous week, both from content, both from, from the art, from the Po apps, from uh, anything else we may be doing in the future. I think there's a really bright future for this. And we really hope for you too. We want to help you along your journey. So never hesitate yeah, to ask questions on here. Another thing. Yeah, on oh, here, sorry. on Twitter, or on Discord, um, wherever. Like, we both, I think you have your DMs open on Twitter, like I know I do. Like, any questions, we're always here to always here to help in any way we can. Absolutely. You literally just took the words out of my mouth. I was just going to tail him and say, like, we are both very, uh, we just like to be intimate with with people. We like to know people. Like, it's like, uh, we, we, we I, I'm big on doxing. I'm big on just, just introducing myself and just... Um, yeah, like DM us. Like we're not. Don't be scared. There's no such thing as a dumb question. It's like we we love we love that. We love that people would be able to come to us confidently with any questions or whatever it may be. Because uh, you just never know what happens when you plant a seed. Uh, who what 
what I think about the lady that taught me real estate all the time. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her, for those little things she taught me. And it's like, you just never know who, who to pay it forward. So don't be afraid. You DM us, come into Discord, tag us in Discord, whatever it may be. Uh, we are here. We are here. We That's the whole reason we were kind of doing this. Also on top of like helping people out to be, um, you know, just in motivation and entrepreneurial stuff, but to be a beacon of light in this space. Cause there's a lot of crap that happens here that like people are so confused. They don't know what's good, what's bad. We are good. NFT or not, we are good. You come, you ask us questions. You want to fucking, I don't even know. It doesn't even have to be a question about cryptocurrency or anything. And, or even uh, just how about, Hey, what's your name? You know, I don't care. Just get, just get to know us We're we're, we're here. We're here to just talk. We're here to get conversations going, I guess, get, get the juices flowing, you know? Yeah, for sure. Together. We, we're just always better. So that's why we're doing this. And yeah, if you're watching this later or listening now, you can subscribe on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash Jeff Saris. You can find the show. The show is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, I think when we're recording this right now, it still hasn't hit Apple Podcasts. It's like a 10-day waiting period or so. But mm, you should be okay. able to find it in any of your uh, podcast apps if you just want to listen on the go. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate you being here. And I think, uh, Jack, you should get us out of here. And then I'm going to play that little... Uh, a little motivational uh, clip that we put together from that Wolf of Wall Street thing uh, right after cool. right after we're yeah. done. I guess just this week, just, you know, prepare and fucking just knock until your knuckles are white. I can't stress that enough. You're going to hear me constantly say that. And it's like, put yourself out there. Be prepared for no's. Get out there. Fucking work. Take that first step. Get fucking like do it this week. Get out there. Do it this week. Do what you've always been wanting to do this week. All right. We'll see you next time. Yeah, absolutely. The killers who will not take no for an answer. Good. My fucking warriors will not hang up the phone until their client either buys or fucking dies! You be ferocious. You be relentless. Now let's knock this motherfucker out of the park.